1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I
0: was about to up I the Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. And now part of FFSN, Fan First Sports Network, where you can get our podcast each work week on audio. Joined by my good friend, colleague from the spun.com the editor and publisher, the great Matt Halatic. Matt, how are you, bud?
1: Doing awesome, Hondo. Just counting down the days to the draft.
0: I know it. Can you believe it's getting... <laughs> it just seems like yesterday we had the Super Bowl and now we're already... Man, just goes so fast. Man, I want to dig in on my latest mock draft. Have a little bit of changes. I've said all along. There's one quarterback in that top four group, but well, let me rephrase that. There's one quarterback in what people think is a top four that I know the Raiders really like. I don't. I know that they won't go um, very high to get them. They just cost too much money. But there's a little bit of change in this week's mock draft. At number seven, I have the Raiders taking Devin Weatherspoon, <clears throat> defensive back, Illinois. Because that quarterback that they really like is off the board. A couple guys they like off the board. And then my, knock, my mock drafts, we're not doing trades. We will next week. Not doing trades this week. And they end up taking Devin Weatherspoon. Your thought on that?
1: Weatherspoon really blew up uh, last last year coming out of the Illinois in the Big Ten. Not a program that's had a tr- tremendous amount of success recently, but it's on a little bit of the rise. And he has a lot of the physical traits that you're looking for uh for NFL cornerback. Now for me personally, I know we touched on this guy I think maybe two weeks ago, he was your pick. Uh I would prefer this is just me, I would prefer Christian Gonzalez there if I'm taking a cornerback. But Gonzalez and Witherspoon are gonna be the first two corners off the board, it seems like, uh barring a surprise unless someone really goes up for like an Emmanuel Forbes or someone like that. So it's really gonna come down to what you prefer if you're a team, what you're looking for schematically and how you project the players.
0: I agree with you, and I'm going to tell you, I prefer Gonzalez as well. Then when you get to the Raiders' second-round pick at 38, again, this is a guy that I've had pretty solid going to the Raiders, Cody Mock. This is just <laughs> a North Dakota State. This guy is a grinder. He is absolutely I, – I was told by one scout, he gets your hands on – his hands on you, it's over. He does a great job of keeping his hands tight so he doesn't get the holding calls. But he's just a mauler. Again, love this guy. It, doesn't he look like a quintessential raider? The hair, the teeth—he just looks like a, a like a tough guy. Cody Mock, your thoughts? It looks like
1: he'd fit in on that line next to Otto and Art Shell and all those guys back yeah. in the in the seventies. Um, you know, I, I we, we've talked about him. He's been the pick there in the second round in your mock for a, almost a month now. I want to say, and we've talked about the fit he'd have coming in immediately, being able to play on the inside. He offers that sort of that physicality, that toughness, that dependability that you're looking for for an early round offensive lineman. The Raiders have to solidify their offensive line. Uh, the the one position that is obviously done and settled with is left tackle, Colton Miller, and everything else. They have some guys obviously that they like, um, but they're looking for add more lineman, and Mark would certainly be a great fit and would be really good value, I think, at 38 overall.
0: Now well, the next guy. I have them going out to South Dakota State and picking up a tight end. Uh Tucker is a guy that, man, he he just does so many things right now. I know they signed two tight ends, but remember in their draft philosophy, it's going to be best player available. So I have him grabbing Tucker from South Dakota State here in the in the and getting him again. This is in the third round, 70th pick. Your thought on grabbing Tucker there.
1: You mentioned the Raiders. Uh, they got rid of a tight end this offseason. Well, actually, lost two. They lost Waller with the trade and Foster Morrow. So they have replaced them with two tight ends. But again, you got a Josh McDaniels, who's coming from a New England system that utilized tight ends heavily. Um, obviously, with Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez before he went off the rails, that was their big thing. Those two tight ends and the, the matchup problems they were able to create. Even with just Gronkowski and some of his other backup supporting castmates, they liked using that second tight end. Um, I think that the tight end in the modern NFL can create matchup problems. So I think if you go for a tight end here, assuming guys like, you know, Dalton Kincaid is going to be off the board from Utah, Michael Mayer, probably LaPorta from Iowa, a couple of other guys. um, Then then you get to like Tucker, like you said, from South Dakota State. So he, he would fit in there that range if if that's a position that the uh the Raiders are looking for.
0: Next we get to the Raiders pick. And I, I find this one very, very fascinating to me. It's a third round hundredth pick. It's a pick they got for Darren Waller. And again, we've been pretty consistent with this. Henry 202. Now listen, <laughs> I've heard his last name pronounced so many different ways. It's like me. People have called me Hondo, Hondo, Honda, <laughs> everything. Uh so however his name is Technically uh, called, it's Henry Tuittu, Alabama grinder. A guy just keeps getting better. This is a guy you select. He plays for ten years. Your thoughts on him? He just made plays for Alabama,
1: and he's not like overly like the. I mean, he's impressive, but he's not like this freak physical specimen or anything like that. But he's a guy who just made plays. Great team guy. Great fit. Um, when you are going for mid round picks there, third, fourth, the meat of your team, you I think you a lot of times you look for guys who were premier recruits or have that premier kind of pedigree, which he had as a five star recruit. Uh, he had the sort of the um, he had the, the production to match it at, at Alabama. I think he's a kid who uh, I'm assuming you're projecting he wouldn't play inside with the Raiders. Or you have the outside. outside. You have him outside. Okay, so he's a guy who could run and chase. Not sure about his coverage ability as an outside guy, but he'll he'll chase down ball carriers. He'll make a lot of plays. He'll have his tackle numbers up. So I think he'd be a very good fit there.
0: Lastly, in the fourth round, 109, I've been here now a couple weeks, Tanner McKee. Mm -hmm. He's a quarterback out of Stanford. This guy has everything that Josh McDaniels likes in a quarterback. But he's a fourth-rounder, so it allows the Raiders next year, if they choose, to go up and get one of those rare elite quarterbacks and not lose a whole lot. He's got a year in the system. Your thought, Tanner McKee, Stanford?
1: I have a kid, uh, and I think I've said this before, who at worst, if if you pick him in the fourth round and you can coach him up, maximize what he does well, you have a cheap, solid backup for a few years. Um, behind Garoppolo. And if you go and get it, a, a younger guy, one of the, like you said, the more premier prospects next year or whenever um, best case scenario is you coach him up and he becomes a decent quality starter. You know um, I think a poor man's, he could be like a poor man's Mac Jones. He's yes. a pocket guy, um, but he could have some of that functional movement rolling out or play off play action that Josh McDaniels loves. Um So, obviously, a bright guy coming from Stanford. So, you know, I I think that that's what you're thinking there when you're projecting that pick uh, in the fourth round.
0: For you, though, Tucker Craft, I want to go back. That's a kind of a, a, a wild card in this mock draft because that's a tight end. He can do a lot. He can block. He can even slide into the slot as a tight end because Josh McDaniels likes movement in his offense. In this mock, I think he's the wild card. Would you agree?
1: Without a doubt. I mean, and just in general, of um, you look at some of the the programs that you have guys coming from, you've got guys coming out of the Big Ten, Alabama, um, out of the Pac twelve. Now you have him and Mark coming from the um, the FCS level. So, but so they have a little bit less of that, like. You know, the pedigree or a little bit less of the height that some of these other teams, other prospects have. And Mark has even more than Kraft does. He's he's highly regarded because he's been thought of as one of the better linemen in his class for a while. So Kraft, I think by default, there has to be the biggest wild card, the biggest kind of high risk, high re- reward, swing for the fences pick.
0: Totally agree. He's Matt Holadic from thespun.com. I'm Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider, and Fans First Sports Network Now, where you can catch our pod, just the audio. It's so glad to be part of that group. Either way, make sure you check us out later this week for more. We'll see you all later, everybody.